for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 19 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Wooden. How's it going, buddy? It's going great, man. How are you? I'm good. So, um, surprise, surprise, we don't have a whole lot of Star Wars to talk this week. Sometimes I feel like if we did cover spoilers and stuff, we could talk about more. Yeah. You know. It's just, and and I'm not hating on the dudes that do spoilers. That's great. Like, it's just not my bag, dude. It's not. Yeah, I, got I don't. I don't enjoy it. And it. I like. I like to be surprised when I sit down in the theater. I don't like to yeah, know. I don't I like to that. know. You know, what's coming or expect or anticipate. I don't go the extreme route of not wanting to know anything. There are people out there that won't watch trailers. That try to no, avoid I'm toys. Like I'm not like that. I want a base understanding of the story. I'd like to like know their, 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 their names. It you would know. drive me crazy having to wait three years from the announcement to the movie, not knowing. A single thing you know what i'm saying yeah so um well before we get into talking about the news and stuff this week i should give out our podcast information if you want to like us on facebook you can do so at blue harvest you can do so at facebook.com slash blue harvest podcast you can follow us on twitter at blue harvest pod and if you want to email us you can at blue harvest podcast at gmail.com and, and there's that. By the way, still not a single uh, new damn review. So uh, it looks like I'm going to skate away without having to. No, no. I'm going to staple your balls to the wall on this one. If we get to ten, we're doing it because I want to oh, do that. I'm not saying I'm, I want to do Young Haw's Star Wars erotic friend fan fiction. It is not erotic. <laughs> I know I have to say that every time, but because it's true, it's not erotic. Um. There, I'm, I'm not trying to get out of it. I'm just saying we're still at six, so that's four, four to go. I know. All right. So, uh, how's your week been, buddy? My week's been good. I worked really hard over the weekend, and you know, SEC football really kind of throws wrenches into your plans when it plans for business and how busy you're going to yeah. be. Yeah, I don't know. In the I restaurant mean, industry. I know college football is a is a national phenomenon, but. It seems like it's bigger around here. Well, and we live in Birmingham, Alabama. Which is only an hour away from... from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Right. The home of the uh, University of Alabama. Which is... 
wildly popular with all our friends. Yeah, and Alabama football is incredibly successful uh, yeah. over time, which I, means that it's going to have a, an incredibly large fan base and very diehard and passionate. Like, uh, you know, before following. I moved here, the only college football games that I ever went to were at Mississippi State while I was going to college there. You and I are Mississippi State graduates. Right. We're Mississippi I'm State not a graduate. Boys. I know Mississippi <laughs> State football. Like, that's what we know. We know being humble and, you know, <laughs> yeah, and never pat winning. on the butt. Good yeah. game. Um, but uh, so I remember uh, one year I went to A-Day with uh, Steve and everybody. You were um, hanging out with them on A-Day. Yeah, which is basically their spring scrimmage. It's the first, I guess it's the first day of practice or some shit. I'm not sure. But it's like a big celebration at Alabama. And you can go in and watch the offense play against the defense. And everybody hangs out you know, around the stadium and tailgates and stuff. It was a good time. Sounds like a blast. Uh, but I didn't realize how much bigger Alabama's football stadium is until I went into that bitch. I got to go one time with the Duke. Oh, yeah. And uh, Steve. And we went and sat. It was in the the lounge, like the Bama lounge. It was incredible. And like, like halftime food. was boxes, right? Right. Halftime food was catered. And you had a private liquor cabinet that you had a key to that you could go get your liquor out of. And just there That's was a cool. soda fountain on the wall and it was your liquor and you could, you know, bring it in, keep it in the cabinet. It was incredible, dude. It was incredible. That's crazy. It was a great time. I had a blast. <laughs> um, yeah. The the difference in size of those two stadiums was mind blowing. It ain't to Davis Wade. No. Davis Wade is. God bless Davis Wade's heart. You know, but <laughs> com- compared to Alabama. It is tiny. Yeah. Like, it is like a high school football stadium compared to the real shit that Alabama was. It was crazy. Yeah. Like, I just, uh, it, it blew me away. Um, Agreed. Yeah. And, and it's weird how, uh, like, this it, area dies around college football yeah. time. Like, and talking about all that to talk about this, it's weird how it affects business, like, mm-hmm. around here. Like, things die because everyone is either at a party or at their their backyard grilling out while listening to the game, watching like if, the game. If you want to go out an hour to the game, if you want to go out when there's no traffic in Birmingham, go out while the Alabama or the Auburn game is going on. Ghost town, ghost town, Walmart. There's tumbleweeds going through Walmart. All the greeters look like they should be in from a fallout game. Yeah. Um, you were telling me about some gross ass restaurant shit that I didn't know about. What was it? Oh, uh, the heavy duty mayonnaise. Oh yeah, you I'm wanna... fascinated by heavy duty mayonnaise. Yeah, I, because when you work in a restaurant, you fuck with some kind of. You have access to all these culinary things that you may not necessarily get access to in the commercial world. Things like heavy duty mayonnaise. Oh. Mayonnaise that's the consistency of like custard, basically. Oh, it's really rich, and it, I mean, it makes really great. Sauces and aiolis. How big of a tub of, of mayonnaise are we talking about? Gallon size, gallon per. So it's like... A, a case of four has four gallons. So you got to like hug the the gallon of mayonnaise. Yeah, you bear claw, screw the tub off, you know, the top off. Oh my God. Ugh. Yeah, it's no, like, it's great. You know what it reminds me of is the Dharma Initiative Ranch. Yes, that, it, that is exactly liked. what it is. So, so you don't refrigerate this mayonnaise, right? No, you don't have to. You can. You, do, you are not required to. That that's why it reminds me of Dharma Ranch because not even once it's open. I mean, you, you you it's better too. Once it's opened, it's it's a better idea to refrigerate it. But 
it's still not going to go bad. Like, like that's the things you don't think about is like, you know, uh, restaurants having to cook food in bulk and stuff like that. Like the, the ways they get like when I make soup, I make it in a tilt skillet, like a giant. I don't don't know what a tilt skillet is. It is a giant. Well, some people call it a brazier, but it's like, it holds probably five gallons worth of liquid in it. And uh, you can cook in it. It's an induction top. So you can uh, cook, you know, all kind of degrees. Have very precise control of the degrees you're cooking in it. And I then see. when you're done, you just tilt it out. You tilt what you're cooking down into its cooling facility. Wow. So you just make giant batches of soup. Yes. Or you could braise something in it, you know. Like asabuco. Asabuco or... What the fuck is an asabuco? Oh, you put me on the spot. But it's usually like a, a seared and roasted shank, beef shank, veal shank, lamb shank, with the bone still in it. I see. Perfectly seared and perfectly braised and hmm. tender and falling off the bone, but presented with the bone sticking up. I see. Okay. I think I know what you're talking about now. What was the other gross shit you were telling me about? Uh, phase. Phase. Phase is alternative butter. Phase is uh, it's not it's neon yellow, and it is not butter at all. It is not a dairy product, uh, but it is, it has it's butter flavored, something super hydrogenated oil. I don't even know. So, so that's the basically term like is. movie theater popcorn. Yeah, butter. that's basically what you're getting out of that pump at the mm. movie theater. Um, you know, m- restaurants and. Pizza joints will use it as, you know, butter on the crust or butter on your pastry or whatever. But it's it's like t- 12 grams of fat per tablespoon. Oh, my Lord. It's it's <laughs> artery it's clogging. Butter. No, and it, it is not it's butter. Just, it's some sort it's of like oil. It's fat or oil. Or, yeah. With a buttery flavor. With butter flavor. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh. That, those are the neat kind of things that you can play with in a restaurant you know and <laughs> give, that you get to realize give you know. yourself butthole cancer from drinking a whole <laughs> vat of phase butter i mean some and some of these things you know used appropriately in moderation can yield some pretty neat and great results but they should not be ingested in mass quantities like a whole you just eat a whole tub of heavy duty that's what fascinates me is that it's just called Heavy duty, or somebody mayonnaise. like somebody that wants fries real European. Can I get my fries with a, a, a large side of mayonnaise? So I'm gonna dip my fries in mayonnaise, and so yeah, Do you get that a lot. No, I mean, some people, you, the people want to dip their fries in all kind of stuff, like comeback sauce, sweet mustard, gotcha. barbecue, you know, whatever we got. But <laughs> it's very European to eat mayonnaise with French fries uh, or Canadian oh. or whatever, but. That, uh, you know, we went to this... Uh, I just imagined people dipping their fries in that heavy-duty mayonnaise, oh. and I'm like, oh, I bet that's delicious. I we bet went you to like this that. Uh, bar called The Paramount. Yeah. Paramount slash... It's bar slash restaurant. It's like a eat. bar uh, with a... Arcade. Arcade. Barcade. Barcade, yeah. Um, and we had french fries there, and it came with mayonnaise. Yeah. That was interesting. That's yeah. the first time I've ever seen that. It's not. It's not gross. I mean, I've, I've eaten it. It's not terrible. Oh, it wasn't bad. It's just it's kind of an acquired taste. mayonnaise. Is never something I think to get on the side as a dipping sauce. I just generally don't care for mayonnaise. You know what's real gross about mayonnaise? What? It's a gross mayonnaise story. When I was a kid, my dad used to eat peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Ugh. 
Yeah. I kind of just gagged a little bit just thinking about it. Yeah. And uh, like you would open up the mayonnaise and I guess because he would use the same goddamn knife. You'd open up the mayonnaise oh, and there'd be like a little chunk of peanut oh, butter down in oh. there. Oh, it was so fucking gross. Oh, that is gross, dude. Peanut oh. butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. I doubt he uh, eats that anymore. My dad got off on a health kick several years ago where he started trying to eat better and he quit smoking and all that stuff. So I, I, I doubt he eats peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches anymore. But it's a very vivid memory of a, that I had as a kid being like, that shit is gross. Blake and Chance's dad used to eat peanut butter, jelly, mayonnaise, and sugar sandwiches. Jesus I don't know how you cram all that into a sandwich, but they would tell me that he did. Peanut butter, mayonnaise, jelly, and sugar. Sugar, yeah. Like as if the jelly didn't have enough sugar. Let's sprinkle some more on that bitch. I guess for granulated texture, I just want to feel the crunch. Oh, my God. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, weird. We got to bring this back around to Star Wars. We started (laughs) on a tangent. (laughs) We started off strong on a tangent heavy duty mayonnaise but to bring to bring the food back around to star wars like we have in the brainstorm stage like a food episode where we want to cook and do recipes star wars themed recipes for anybody out there that's interested in that type of podcast you know food is really what i the special star Wars like just taste test all the different star wars food products you can get out there because there's a bunch of them now and I assume there's going to be a bunch more the closer we get to the movie. And food is really kind of what I do on my daily living for a, you know, as a career. And Jesse's really great at baking. And Miss Bone likes cooking. And, yep. you know, we can throw down. <coughs> I think that'll be a fun podcast. But I mean, we just got to avoid guys... eating on the mic. That's an annoyance. Anytime no. I hear that on a podcast, and it's rare, most of the time people have better sense than to eat on mic, but every now and then you'll hear it and it's just gross. No, that's gross. Nom, nom. I'd really rather not listen to that. Right? Someone eating right in your ear. No, thank you. But like make Yoda stew, make blue milk. Uh, they had a, um, at Celebration this year, you know, they did the the all-day live cast yeah. from Celebration. And one of the segments, they had a guy there cooking Yoda stew. Um, he made frog legs to sort of represent those frog things that, uh, yeah, that Jabba, Jabba eats. eats yeah. And uh, he also made uh, a blue milk. That's cool. Yeah, it was interesting. We should... Um... <coughs> oh, I just had an idea, and Uh-oh. it slipped away. That fast? It slipped away. Oh, my God. I saw it blink, and then it was gone. He's really good too. <laughs> so you want to um, get into a little Star Wars news? Let's do some Star Wars news. You want to get first off? We'll cover a wild ass rumor. This is in no way confirmed. It's just a rumor. I don't even know where it started, but I've seen it pop up everywhere uh, in the last couple of days. There's a rumor that um, Hayden Christensen is currently training in training of some sort to make an appearance in episode eight. Hmm. Okay. Do you want to take this in its wildest speculation? I'm going to go ahead and say that I don't necessarily think it's true. I mean, there, it, it could be, I don't believe it's true. If it is true, it would have to be a flashback or a force ghost. Would he need to train to be a force ghost? That was what training, I was thinking. What training kind of makes training makes do think, you need for a right. force ghost? Now, let's get into really wild speculation. The one that I, I've seen people guess at the reason why, but I don't think it's necessarily uh, 
I don't think this is the case at all. People are wondering if uh, somehow the Knights of Ren, you know, who are obsessed with Darth Vader, um, made find, a Vader clone or find some way to resurrect him. <clears throat> now, you know, there were rumors that um, Vader was going to be making an appearance in Rogue One and maybe in at least a cameo capacity. I wonder if maybe. This could just be him getting ready to be in the suit for Rogue One, just for, I don't know, continuity purposes. It's not like they would why use would his they voice. Why would they hire Hayden Christensen to even be in the suit? I mean, if you never saw him, why not just have any dude be in the suit? That's you know what I'm, what I'm saying? saying? It seems like almost you hire Hayden Christensen because you want to see Hayden Christensen. Yeah. As a Force ghost, I don't, I don't mind that idea. If you had the force ghost of Anakin appear to Luke. He's or, already done it once in the continuity. Like he right. appears at the end of Jedi. Yep. I have no problem with that. If that's what they're going to, if they're going to bring him back, I like that for a sense of continuity, having the same dude play Anakin. Now, are they going to do that? I, I don't know. Uh, it, like I said, could I they have, cast him as not Vader? Could he be cast in the movie as a character that is not? No. Darth Vader. Or would Anakin? you cast Hayden Christensen as? Something else in the Star Wars universe. I don't think you could do that. You know what I'm saying? I think that would just be too... No. I don't see that being possible. Do you try to bring in Hayden Christensen as a nod towards the prequels trying to tie in everything together? Is like, that what this is an attempt at? Now, and that's what I'm saying. If he shows up as a Force ghost, I think that's a, a nice little nod to what the prequels. What if it's a clone? What if they have Vader DNA and they clone Vader DNA? And bring and him they, back. They, they get an Anakin. Yeah. I mean, I don't, it's, and it's nothing even against Hayden Christensen. I just don't know that I like that story. Idea. I don't like that at all. But, I mean, if they do it right, I could like it. But it's just one of those things that they would have to fucking nail for me to be down with. Like, I, I kind of want it to be about new characters. You know what I'm saying? Like, they put all this effort into being about new characters. Why would you bring back an old character? Right. I mean, I don't know. Okay, to look, me, it seems I saw a, a movie with Hayden Christensen. Okay, this is just, uh, I will draw my line in the sand. I saw a movie on Netflix with Nicolas Cage and oh, Hayden Christensen. I heard someone talking about this the other day. And they were fucking Crusader Knights. Oh, it's like a medieval movie? Yes, that oh, got shit. disillusioned about being Crusader Knights and all the killing they had to do. So they went far east, Marco Polo style. Uh-huh. And... I'm sorry. I'm going to have to ruin this movie. I'm sorry. Uh, spoiler alert. I don't know that anybody will care. I don't care. I will I don't know that I'll watch it either. I don't remember that it's a great movie. I remember that I was just amazed that Nicolas Cage and Hayden Christensen were in the same movie and that Hayden Christensen was doing another movie that had swordplay in it. I'm sure he picked those skills up from the Star Wars movie you know, mean, yeah, to I'm be sure. good at that kind of choreography. Which wasn't bad. None of the fight choreography was bad, by the way. In this movie? In, in this, this movie. Right. But the, the story and story arc and the bullshit in the movie was terrible. Hayden Christensen's acts, acting was... Bad. Not not Oscar-worthy. And Nicolas Cage's was... Bad. Nicolas Cage's. So and, is this a recent movie? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, sir. So what? Ha you said you were going to spoil it. What happened? I don't want to... And now that I said that I was going to spoil it, I don't want to spoil it for her. I want you to watch it. No, you got to tell me. I don't want listening to you, this I'll to still watch, watch it. I, look, movie. I've got a lot of time to watch movies because I type all the time. Just go ahead and tell me. I don't care on this. Like, I don't okay. want to know Star Wars spoilers. I don't give a fuck about spoilers for a Nicolas Cage, uh, Hayden Christensen movie. Okay. If you guys have any problem with that, just uh, skip forward a few minutes, a couple minutes. He's getting ready. All right. So, right. Nicolas Cage 
is having serious doubts about being a crusader and killing all the uh, Muslims. And he's like, oh, right. this is really bad. He's trying to convince Hayden Christian that it's a bad idea. And he's like, no, nah, dawn to glory. We're going to have victory and vengeance and we'll kill as many people as we need to. It's in the eyes of God or whatever. And then they go and they take this castle and all these women and children, all these women killed their children and all these uh and then the women killed themselves, and Nicolas Cage walked in on him in the middle of that room thinking he did it all. So he left, and he went, and he became some bandit in China. He's like the bandit king in the mountains in China, right? Right. And so Hayden Christensen is wandering through China just as some opium addict who oh. who is, you know, from tavern to tavern just chewing on got a big chunk of opium in his mouth. And he has to protect this princess or prince or whatever the fuck I can't remember. And but they go up in the mountains, and lo and behold, they become under the protection of Nicolas Cage, Bandit King in the mountains. And they have one last rally to fight the people that are looking for the princess or the prince or whatever. And everybody dies. Even old Anakin and except for Anakin. Anakin lives. Anakin lives to do his vagrant warrior thing. Except not on uh, not on opium anymore. How did I not hear? I wonder if this was straight to video. I don't know, dude. I'm gonna have to do. Do you remember the name of the movie? No, I I'm, do I'm not. sure if I, I search it on Netflix, search Nicholas like Cage or you'll Hayden, find. I'm sure I can search Hayden Christensen, and it'll probably be the only fucking movie that pops <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I know he's in some like uh, Bible type movie that's out in the theaters right now. His performance in this movie was probably better than his performance in Star Wars. Do. Right on. I, and mean, I don't need, I'm just like looking at him growing as an actor. I mean, I'm going to have to be completely honest. The only movies I've ever seen Hayden Christensen in are the two Star Wars movies in. And then that other, was that sort of sci-fi action-y movie he did? Jumper? Jumper. I was about to say where he could teleport. It's pretty good. It was all right. At best. He's kind of playing a cocky young shithead. That, yeah. That fits. And like. fucking Samuel L. Jackson's in that too. Isn't yeah. He? Yeah. That's right. Huh. I don't remember liking it. I think I went to see it in the theaters. I know I've had, I saw it once and never, like it's definitely not a movie I would watch again. Jumper. <clears throat> but I gotta, I gotta fucking check out this Hayden Christensen, Nicolas Cage movie. Look it up right now and we'll I find will. the title of it at least. Yeah. Because yeah. I just ruined it for anybody that wanted to watch it. But nobody's gonna watch that fucking movie. I mean, typically if you say Nicolas Cage, I'm out. And that's so sad. There's not, that's not saying there aren't Nicolas Cage movies I like. I like Raising Arizona. Raising Arizona. Gone in 60 Seconds. Air, yeah. uh, what is the the fucking oh man con air con air oh dude con air con air yes sir con air con oh, fucking air man. have you ever seen pictures of Nicolas cage's son no oh man he looks like the douchiest douche in douche town i've seen pictures of Nicolas cage in a superman outfit Oh, and that's bad really bad. we dodged a fucking bullet a not getting bullet. that yes, fucking did. um so it it's called Outcast. Outcast, yes, it is. Okay, um, yeah, I don't remember why I ended up seeing Nicholas Cage's son in something, or, or a picture of him. But Tom Hanks' like, kids in Orange County. Well, yes, Tom Hanks has two kids. You don't hear about the embarrassing one. The that's embarrassing, a rapper, embarrassing Hanks. That's a rapper that drops the N word all the time. Yeah, because he. You don't, 
You don't hear about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chet. Chet Hanks. Chet That's Hanks. It. it took me a second to yeah, remember. Yeah, good call. Oh, his name is Weston Cage. Weston. Uh, Nicholas Cage's son. Here, I'll just show you a quick picture. Mind That's his freak. son? That's his, his son. Nicholas Cage's son. Mind freak. Wow, dude. He either really likes Chris Angel or... Who do you think does his makeup? Oh, that's a self-made makeup job. That's self selfied. If if Weston Cage has his own personal makeup person, then Nicholas Cage has too much goddamn money. <laughs> I'm glad he had tax problems and has to do all these shitty movies. If that's what oh, he's spending his money. That's terrible. <clears throat> so, do you want to take a quick break? And when we come back, we'll talk a little more Star Wars. I have a. Uh, some articles that came out over the last couple of weeks that I didn't really mention, um, and another one came out this week. A, a certain star of all the movies so far has been a little shitty in some interviews. Blah. I'd like to hear about that. Mississippi State, amen. <laughs> Hail State. But uh, we'll be right back. Hawes? Hey, buddy. Buddy, buddy. Hey, well. Oh, what's up? hey, Jesse, what's up? Hoss is down in the basement. In the basement. All right. Hey. Hey, Hoss. I'm down here, buddy. All right. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. What you got going on down here? I saw the sparks flying and the lights flashing. I got real excited. Okay. So you know you introduced me to Stoned Cobra? I did, in fact. And you know it gave me lightning dick. How's that lightning dick doing? Excellent. I have honed it and focused it into a solid beam. I've mastered the powers of Lightning Dick. Dude, you mastered the Lightning Dick. I did. That's incredible. So here's my idea. Yeah? You and I team up and we clean the streets of Birmingham. Dude, I would love to do that, but I... I don't have any superpowers or anything like that. Ha <laughs> ha! It's funny that you mentioned that. You see this chamber over here? Yeah, what is that? It looks like a giant light bulb. Exactly. This chamber, along with these le- electrodes, you see these electrodes? Yeah. We will attach these to your nips, Oh. your dick, Ugh. and your butthole. Oh! And we will focus the power of Stone Cobra, and we will infuse you with their mystical rock powers. Well, I might get down with that. And it will infuse you with the powers of Lightning Dick. But Lightning Dick is not a typical result of Stone Cobra. Exactly. That's where this chamber comes in. I'm down. Sign me up. Okay. Let's do it. Put these electrodes on. <sighs> hey, man, I'm going to turn around. You handle the, the dick piece and the bung piece. You're asking a lot here, man, but... Hey, man, it's worth it. For the powers of the lightning dick? Okay. So you're in the chamber? Yep. All right, I'm going to start the stone cobra. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go.
How's that doing? Oh, man. That is nice. Right? I'm going to crank it up to 11. That is good. Yes. Go! Uh huh. Uh, What's happening? The album by Stone Cobra. Available at stonecobra.com. So fucking badass that it'll blow out your pee hole and your butthole. Check it. Only five bucks. What the fuck? You got lightsaber dick? All I got was this dumbass lightning dick. Tune in next time for the further adventures of Lightning Dick and Saber Dick. Brought to you by Stone Cobra. www.stonedcobra.com And we're back. So before the break, in the commercial, I was uh, telling you about someone being a little shitty in some interviews. Yep. You want to hear about it? I do. Oh. So... That person is Anthony Daniels. Anthony Daniels. C-3PO himself. Old man 3PO himself. (laughs) So it's, I've heard from time to time, um, just from people that have met him at cons and stuff, that uh, he can either be really nice or be sort of rude. In fact, previously, Kenny Baker, this always kind of bums me out. You know, Kenny Baker, the guy that plays R2-D2, and Anthony Daniels, who plays C-3PO, they hate hate each other oh no they hate each other that's really sad all the media i've ever seen anthony daniels in he's always been incredibly pleasant you know yeah but that's his media face that's his media you know face. what i'm saying that's the that's the one end of the spectrum <laughs> um i don't ever get to see Diva, so Diva i don't daniels. know the exact details of it but i think what started the whole kenny baker anthony daniels sort of feud was kenny baker wanted them to maybe make more appearances together or sort of capitalize on the fact that they were C-3PO and Anthony Daniels and Anthony Daniels sort of blew him off and called him little man, which you don't say to a little person no. like condescendingly. No. I'm, uh, so, you know, Kenny Baker got a little pissed off about that. Um, and, and Kenny Baker has said in interviews that Anthony Daniels is the rudest man he's ever met oh, in wow. his entire life. Um, and, I guess it was last year, maybe it was earlier this year, that uh, Anthony Daniels, someone asked him about what The Force Awakens was going to be like, and he said it was going to be the best Star Wars movie ever, blah, 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 hyping it up. Well, a couple weeks ago, he did an interview where he sort of just basically uh, bashed on the prequels for the whole interview. Bashed on the prequels, like episodes one through three. Right. And just sort of was a bit a dick about it, and sort of a dick about George Lucas and... All this stuff. And then um, he also... Talk about biting the hand that feeds you. Well, he also said that when J.J. Abrams told him the story of episode seven, that his eyes glazed over. Which I took to mean like he just thought it was, wasn't was good or something. like. So in other words, he was taking sort of a, a backhand stab at The Force Awakens. Right. Um, and I don't know why you would go between the two extremes. Um Unless he's butthurt about something. that's I was kind of wondering that. Did they just bring him back for episode seven to be like, 
we got C-3PO, you know, Anthony Daniels to help us do C-3PO for the first one. We don't need him for, two, you know, eight and nine. Are they not bringing him back? There's some uh, evidence that looks like Kenny Baker is not going to be back. It looks like they may have a new guy sort of operating R2 in the scenes where they need someone inside R2. Because now, like, they can build droids so sophisticated that you don't even really need someone in R2 anymore. Right. You know what I mean? <clears throat> um. But I don't know, like, um, if if maybe they're not planning on using him for eight, and he's butthurt about that, so he decided to talk a little shit. I don't know. Um, but uh, give me one second, and I'll, I'll give you some some quotes from the first article. There's actually two articles. This is the one that came out a little a uh, little while ago. Like I said, maybe two two or three weeks ago. It's always it's always really unfortunate to hear some of these actors so dispassionate about the universe that's. You know, we've all grown to love. You know, we love this. <laughs> yeah. This is something that really holds our like, interest, something that we grew up with. And, um, and in the second interview, the one that he's done most recently, it sounds like he's kind of a little uh, uh, takes Star Wars for granted because he was, like a lot of people, a Shakespearean actor before um, he got the role in Star Wars. And it seems like maybe he feels like Star Wars kept him from being able to pursue that later in life. Can I can I just interject there and you know remind everyone how incredibly popular Shakespearean theater really is in one you know, I'm, and that's not me being backhanded towards Shakespearean acting. I'm just saying, no. but it's what do you not think? in every theater in every theater they're not playing Shakespearean whenever, plays. Like, whenever Anthony Daniels goes on a nice vacation, that's not because of Shakespearean acting money. No, that's from Star Wars, yeah. bro. Your car that you're driving. Or that you're being driven in. I don't know how Anthony Daniels The ability is. to get in at any L.A. restaurant you want. Like, right. that's not <laughs> That's not because of your Shakespearean acting money. That's because you were in motherfucking Star Wars. Act right, Anthony yeah. Daniels. Yeah, how Appreciate you? what you got. Yeah. This is what he had to say about the, uh, the prequels. He said, the effects are clever, but pointless. The skill is there, but so what? Coldness, that's the word. Bleakness, even. George has changed a lot over the years. Talking about George Lucas, obviously. Um, but I think he finds it slightly hard to collaborate. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, just he's not like out and out being a huge dick, but he's being a dick. He's being pissy. That's yeah. what he's being. Um, he's being pissy about it. And then, you know, he had to take one more little slap at the prequels by saying, it became clear early on with J.J. we were getting back to the old-fashioned f- kind of filmmaking. We have walls, actual sets. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. If you'll not be needing me, I'll be shutting down And for then a while. in that same interview is when he said the thing about J.J. telling him the, uh, the story to Force Awakens and his eyes sort of glowing or glazing over or whatever. Well, and then this week, uh, an article came out, and it's in the Daily Mirror. It's like a UK tabloid-type um, magazine, I guess. I'm not exactly sure. Um, <clears throat> and in it, once again, Anthony Daniels had some shit to talk. Um, the The main thing that sort of bummed me out is that he had to talk some shit about uh, Mark Hamill's appearance. Um, like, what did he have to say about it? Let me hear this. Okay. Oh, man, you're going to have to slow your roll. Right, man? Like, he said, poor Mark. He was a lovely young man. Or he was a young, lovely-looking lad when he was first Luke Skywalker. And now, well. Ugh. 
what a sassy bitch. Yeah. Right? I, oh, man. It makes me so bummed, man. Don't be such a dick, C-3PO. So the fuck what? You're all old. Yeah, man. Just because he's not skinny enough to sit the fit inside a golden robot costume, I guarantee you a lot more people know Mark Hamill when he's out on the street, whether he's gotten fat or not. Yeah, I would know Anthony Daniels, but most people would not be like, holy shit, that's C-3PO. Unless maybe they heard him talk. And so the fuck what? You were in episode one, two, and three. Like, Luke Skywalker still carries more gravity as a as a you know member of the Star Wars universe. Uh, yeah. Um, and then uh, jealous, so jealous they, much? They asked him uh, sort of about what he thought of Kenny Baker, saying he was the rudest man he's ever met, and uh, he had some <laughs> shitty stuff to say about Kenny Baker. Uh oh. He said he's not actually on set scoffs anthony with a wave of his hand uncannily similar to his droid alter ego i haven't seen him for years his name on the credit his name is on the credits as sort of i don't know a good luck charm a courtesy he's a talisman oh wow so basically he's saying uh you know um kenny wasn't on set yep that he wasn't um present at the filming of episode seven which um I wondered about, because when they released the big cast photo, he wasn't in the cast photo, A, um, but they said that he was part of the cast. And then I have not heard one bit since then of any sort of word of Kenny Baker um, actually doing any filming. Kenny Baker's in like his 80s now. I don't think he's in the best of health. He don't need to be in that tin can. Right? Um, And apparently he was only R2-D2 in one shot in Revenge of the Sith. So even far as back as then, they didn't necessarily really need him, but they they use him because he's R two D two, which I understand. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's the spirit of R two. <clears throat> Man, that sucks. That sucks right? that he is so shitty and sassy about that. <clears throat> what you looking at? Oh, I'm just trying to find some more quotes from this article about uh, some shit he said. I've never heard Carrie Fisher talking mad shit about being in Star Wars. She doesn't every now and then. If, they, if she does talk any shit, it's always sort of jokingly. You know it's in a joke. I mean, clearly. Like, ha-ha, it killed my career. Ha-ha-ha. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that and Mark Hamill's always really cool about being in Star Wars. Peter Mayhew. Um, okay, so Harrison Ford had some years where he was not exactly stoked about Star Wars. But recently, I gotta say, he's turned that shit around. Him at Comic-Con... He seems so, like, almost overtaken by the reaction of the crowd. I don't know. Maybe when you have two major health incidents uh, occur in basically the same year, you get your ankle broken by a hydraulic door, and then you survive a fucking plane, plane crash. crash. Maybe it makes you put things in a little better perspective. Wow. Maybe I should really appreciate all these people that love what I do. Yeah. Um. I really hope they get him to do indie one more time. Bum ba dum bum bum ba dum. Like uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the Crystal Skull. I don't want to talk too much shit about it because it seems almost kind of like an easy target. It's an easy target. Um, needless to say, it's n- definitely not my favorite. <clears throat> hey, I mean, honestly, that's more than anything. That's Swinging the problem. Through the I trees. Have. I have a problem like with a monkey. Just sword him. fighting at the same time. I'm sorry, we won't go there. <laughs> we'll stop there. Um. Um, 
Oh, yeah, here he is. Um, so he said, he had this to say. He said, like, um, when they were filming the first Star Wars, that he felt inferior because all of his friends were in the National Theater, you know, doing Shakespeare and shit like that. Um, and he says, I suppose there's uh, a bit of me that still feels, I don't know if the word is in- inadequate, but I hadn't meant to do this. It was meant to be. But when the force took over and I lost, but then the force took over and I lost the way of being a Shakespeare actor. Get the fuck over it. You're in Star Wars. How about we go back in time and give someone else the chance to do it? <laughs> right? Be more grateful. And you can carry on with your Shakespearean acting and nobody can know. Ooh, that was a table. <laughs> Good thing I was paying attention, huh? <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I mean that's basically it. That's that that's basically all the shit talking he did. Um sounds like he was just having a down day. Maybe he needed some breakfast. Maybe his knows. blood sugar was low. Maybe. Like I said, I've I've heard previously Maybe he was feeling feisty. I've heard previously that like people that interview Anthony Daniels, you either get a really nice, pleasant Anthony Daniels or a more difficult Anthony Daniels. So, maybe that's that's the two He's got, it'll be interesting. I don't know that he's going to be a huge part of the promotional push when they go out and start doing all the big interviews and stuff promoting. Not anymore, he's not. Well, that's true. Loose cannon. I think, you know, more than likely, you know, they would concentrate on Oscar Isaac and Daisy Ridley and John Boyega and then the three classic characters before they get to like Anthony Daniels. You, You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why he's so upset about it yeah i mean that could be it i think maybe that has something to do with it that he feels like i don't know overshadowed by the other characters and stuff but he's in all he's in every star wars movie ever made so far i doubt he's going to be in rogue one um and i mean he'll probably i was looking through that article and it seems like he is going to be c-3po at least through this trilogy so I don't I don't think that it's, you know, that they're not using him that's got him so fucking pissed off. I hope he's in Leia's cadre. Yeah, that makes sense. I think so. I would almost think that uh I mean, we sort of talked about this before. If Luke is uh like off on his own alone and doesn't even have one of the droids, I think C3PO and uh R2 will be with Leia. Yeah. Uh, if Luke has R2, then the only other option I think would be Luke, R2 being with Luke and um, C3PO being with Leia. I hope R2 is with Luke. I kind of I kind of hope they're both together. Yeah. Although it would be kind of neat Even to see Luke the scene. Even though Luke is alone, I hope Luke is not truly alone. Because R2 with, was, was with Luke during his Jedi training. Yeah. You know, on Dagobah. Um there's two things like I like the idea of the two of them just being together because they're C-3PO and R2-D2. You know what I mean? Like they're just hanging out all the time together. I like that idea. And I also like the idea of sort of seeing a scene where they get to see each other again after a long time. I think yeah. either one of those could be sort of a cool concept. Yeah. I don't really know. We don't know enough about the movie to know something we probably will not know for another three months. Yes. Less than three months now, actually. Yes, yes. <clears throat> so, uh, what what's today? It's the twenty second. Oh yeah, it's the day before the end of the world today. I don't, I don't know, know if, about all that. I don't either. I mean, it's not like it's going to keep me up tonight. I'm not living today like I think it's the last day. There's, a, but if you guys look out there, I mean, this will be coming out afterwards. So if you're hearing this, congrats. 
Uh, we're either in a post-apocalyptic world and you're listening <laughs> to the Star Wars podcast. Or this is the last podcast, episode. <laughs> or this is the episode you'll never get to hear because the world ended. But there's people out there that think that September 23rd is the end of the world. I, I can't believe that there are more people that think that than thought that December 21st, 2012 was the end of the world. I don't think there are. I, I think this is um, way less sort of known. I actually heard about it the first time on a podcast. A podcast called Tell Him Steve Dave. Someone wrote in about it. <clears throat> and there's all kinds of different reasons why people think it is. And they're all vastly different. Like apparently some people think that um, uh, CERN, the Large Hadron com- Collider, is going to be doing some crazy experiment tomorrow that's going to either uh, destroy the world or uh, open a portal to another dimension or some crazy shit. But funnily enough, CERN is doing a big experiment tomorrow. Are they? I don't know. I'm asking you. I don't know that they... I'm not sure. I haven't done enough research in it to be, because even though I don't believe it, if I research it too much, I'll be like, oh, they're fucking right. The world is going to end tomorrow. I'll be getting anxiety and shit. Yeah. Uh, I don't want Thinking about that. a gigantic particle collision or, creating a singularity. And then, uh, there's people that think that for some reason it's a sign of the end of the world that the Pope is going to the White House tomorrow and uh, addressing oh Congress God. the Get day after. Get over yourself, America. Why would America, you know, like... What's so special about America and the White House that the Pope Pope visiting means the end of the world? I read one theory was that um, he's visiting the White House, so he and the president and and the rest of the Illuminati will be safe in some sort of bunker or something while the disaster happens. And then on the 24th, he'll address Congress or the Senate, whatever it is he's scheduled to address to help uh, formulate the new world order. Well, if that happens and you and I are all that's left... Uh, this will be the beginning of the resistance. You heard it here right now. Oh, yeah. I'm going to take a I was telling you, you know what? I, I watched... Uh, Haas and Will <laughs> Resistance Radio. So uh, you and I played a tiny little bit of Destiny yesterday afternoon, and then I had to get off to work. Um, and while I was working, I watched probably 10 episodes of Unsealed Alien Files on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the cheesiest fucking alien show and they'll be like they'll be like um well we don't have any evidence that the egyptians were part alien hybrid hybridized human and alien beings but we don't have evidence that they weren't so look at all these crazy hieroglyphics (laughs) that mean that people look funny and are half bird um but uh, i was telling jesse like if if a serious like Independence Day style alien invasion started to happen, I'd go fight the fucking aliens. Hell yeah! I got no uh, desire to be like in the army or anything like that and go fight a foreign war. But an alien war, you better bet I'd, I'd die. Uh, it's guaranteed I wouldn't make it, but I would be in the the Birmingham militia fighting fucking aliens. I got too much America <clears throat> in me. Not to, I'm not going to be subjugated. Like I will not be a slave race. You will have to. It's make not an even so much that as just growing up watching fucking Alien and Star Trip, Starship Troopers and Star Wars and fucking Independence Day and all these things has ingrained in me. Like, no, I want to fight some fucking aliens. No, That's I don't, why I like Halo. I don't Halo. want to. Oh, I mean, I, mean, if if I had to. If a benevolent, I will, but I don't a, want see, to. That's the like. the the flip of that is if a benevolent alien race would come down, I'd be the dude because you know, no matter how benevolent they were, there'd be people that would be like, "Fuck the aliens, man! They're not from around here. Yeah. Send them back to Mars." Yeah, 
I would be the guy like, no, man, give the aliens a chance. Bleep, bloop, can't nobody understand you. Yeah. I would be like, no, I want to hang out with an alien. But if a, if if an invasionary alien force came in, fuck that. No. Killing them, bro. Well, okay, what would be even cooler, and we should make a movie about this, <laughs> is if the benevolent race of aliens shows up first in anticipation of the the invaders and like trains us and gives us a technology boost so that when the bad guys gives me like a up, fucking futuristic alien wheelchair that looks just like legs. a f- robot legs fucking yes. robot legs Ro- I always skip over the robot legs yeah oh no if if benevolent aliens came down and gave me robot legs to fight an invasionary alien force holy fucking shit how awesome would that i be? would wake up every day with a pep in my robot step <laughs> motherfucker. You robot skip to work give me that machine gun oh man count me in for that like i know that's fucked up to think about and sort of say like oh yeah i'd be down with that but i would totally be down with that long as we won i don't want to be in the losing side of a you know in the in the immortal words of ronald reagan I think about how quickly all of our differences would subside if we had an alien force to they fight. They play that fucking clip in Unsealed Alien uh, Files, it seems like, every other episode, if not every episode. Yeah. And, of course, they're like, this means that Ronald Reagan clearly knew about extraterrestrial right. life. right. You know what I mean? And the Star Wars program and all that good stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, I, it has not been, and I'm sort of susceptible to that kind of stuff where if I watch something like about ghosts that's well done, I'll be like, they're fucking real. Ghosts are real. Oh, we're get an exorcist or aliens. I'll be like, fuck yeah, something happened at Roswell. Yeah. I watch an episode of this unsealed alien file shit and it never gets me. I'm no. like, this is the cheesiest shit ever. Poorly done. That's, Two thumbs down. That's what it basically comes down to. The milk has gone bad. <clears throat> so speaking of aliens, I need to make a small retraction slash apology about a game I talked a little shit about a few episodes back. You remember on an episode that sort of went off about Destiny? Yeah. Talking shit about it? And here I am playing Destiny again. Well, they had a new expansion. I'm playing Destiny myself. Yeah. That's what I was, I was going to say. Like um, The new expansion is pretty fucking awesome the taken king and uh and the new systems and how you level and stuff <clears throat> we started new characters together and i'm rejoin uh, i'm enjoying replaying you know the earlier stuff in destiny it's it's because of the new quest system and it's not necessarily some of the changes are huge and some of them are really subtle and it's just improved my opinion of the game a whole lot Absolutely. i mean it's shitty that i had to buy two smaller expansions and then a giant expansion to get the game to the point where I was like, okay, this is the shit right here. Right. You know what I'm saying? It was also their first run at it and they are figuring yeah. it out as they go. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it now. I, I'll be interested to see how it, it, uh, it lasts because I got really into destiny when it first came out. And then once the grind hit in and I'm just redoing the same shit over and over again, I lost interest in it. Which is, I, I'm interested to see the same because it took me a while to go through all the content and actually hit mm-hmm. level 40. And now that I am level 40 and there's no higher level to, you know. 
Well, now it's all about raising your light level. Raising your light level. And getting you up to like, uh, I think we need to be at like light level 290 to do the new raid. You've never had a chance to do one of the raids. I've never done a raid. I think think you'll enjoy them. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of the first two, but I've heard really good things about this third one. So I'm looking forward to trying that out. That'll be cool. So we'll give that a shot. Um, now we can do strikes. And I haven't touched the multiplayer, the PvP. The Crucible. I yeah. haven't done that either. I would like to maybe spend some time doing that. I, I'm one of the few people out of our friends, at least, that likes Crucible. I like Crucible, all right. I it's like, not my main. I like petting my skills, um, putting my skills against another man's any day in when it comes <laughs> to video games. Right. Like, Head-to-head competition. You and me, bro. Right. Let's go at it. It feels similar enough to Halo to be comfortable and different enough to not feel like it's just Halo multiplayer again. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, I like their sort of, um, uh, what is it called? Is it control where you have the different zones that you got to, I like that game mode all right. Um, I'm not a huge fan of just the regular deathmatch or the, the bigger um, game types, but Maybe they've added some more stuff. I don't know exactly what all they've even added in this. I'm finding new stuff every day. I used to like Big Team Battle in Halo. Oh, now, that's different. Big Team Battle. You know, that's not coming back for Halo 5 right away. Are you away. serious? They have a new, a new mode that's basically supposed to act as their Big Team Battle. But there's like... Um, Dude, that was so awesome. Like 16 on 16. Vehicles mm-hmm. and everything. Yep. I used to love... There's some Halo modes that... Uh, are not as popular that I really like. I like multi-team Multi-team I liked. Where it's like you and your buddy against four or five other teams of two. Yeah, and see who does the best. That shit was so fun. What two or three-man team can perform the best. I liked that a lot. I liked... um, Yeah, they did three-man teams later on. In Halo 3, it was two-man teams, right? I think. And then I think maybe in Reach, or maybe 4, they did three-man teams. Yeah. To me, the two-man team is better. Because like I don't like double team so much because it's just two versus two. Yeah, it's all right, but multi team I like because there's more, you know, enemies to fight. So much going on. Yeah, I like a battlefield <laughs> full of people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the problem with double teams. It just seems like you're it's hunting like hunter hunt. It's like hunter hunted. Right, and it's that's what you're doing. The whole map is just trying to find the other two dudes. There's yeah. not enough. It's too slow paced. Is what it is for it's me. It's like army of two. Yeah. Is the mindset you have to go after. I mean, it's all right. It can be fun if you and your partner and double team are on it. It can be a lot of fun. Um, if it's just sort of going back and forth and like maybe you're up against a team that's just two snipers that are just going to hide somewhere and snipe you the whole time. Sniper, no sniper. Fucking infuriating. So, um, But I'm a big sniper myself. You know, that's something that I have to give Destiny is I was never a big sniper person but i like the sniper rifles in destiny i'm a big sniper that's the one thing um i have Call to say and i have i've always said about destiny is the gunplay and the gun mechanics in that game are amazing the gameplay itself like how you play and the feel your character you know like the feel of your characters the weight of your characters your abilities and how the shooting mechanic and stuff works are great. You're making me want to go play Destiny. I know, right? I'm, I'm suddenly turning into a fucking hype man after right? dissonance so much. We should play that after we get done here. Uh, I have work to do. After no. Yes. yes, unfortunately. Well, fine. Otherwise, I would totally be down because it's totally... I will venture the cosmos alone. It's got, uh, it's got its fangs in me. Yeah, uh, you should work on your warlock. 
He's and already 40. I know. Get him, get his uh, light level up some more. If you want to know, right now, my personal tip would be to go and do patrols on the Dreadnought. Patrols on the Dreadnought. And look in all the caves and crevices for chests. Because you're going to get little fragments of that sword. You need 25 of them. They take I want to build the sword, the heavy weapon sword. Mm-hmm. That's going to be mine. I'm going to okay. be using that so sword. So what you need to do is just pick up patrols and do those while you... You know, and just search the area for chests so you can find those 25 fragments and then you can get your sword. Do made. you have it? No. no. I have only, fa- I still miss 10. I only have 15. And I've spent a lot of time looking for those chests. Uh oh. Um, Does it, do you know if it works like the Sword of Crota did when you had it? Or if it's like a one slash melee? I don't know how. It no, works. It, it takes up your heavy weapon slot. So you have to change over to it. And it's not as big as the Sword of Crota. It's like a more man, like it's more in line with. You know, the size of your character. Right. Um, and I've, from what I've heard, it's not something you can just use all the time. But it's it's good for, like, close range and shit like that. I don't know that it would even really be uh, worth replacing, say, your rocket launcher or your machine gun. I get it. I just want to get really good at it. You know? I, I so want to get it just to it have out. it. Yeah. Like, right. Ninja, a bunch of bad guys. Yeah. That's basically why I want it to. I realize it's not something I'll probably use all the time. It's not going to be useful in, say, the raid. Like, you would need a, a rocket launcher more in that case and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's still something neat that I would like to have. Like, when I want to be that guy, you know, balling around on my speeder bike, being like, oh, that guy has the sword. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I got the sword. Um, also, so while you're doing those patrols, um, try to jump in on the public event that goes on there because some good stuff will drop. If you spend enough time on the Dreadnought, you'll fill your inventory up with at least blue engrams. Oh, wow. And then just go to the tower and um, you know change those out, and you'll get better and better gear, and it'll raise your light. That's how, so far, I've gotten my light level to the level it's at is just patrolling the Dreadnought and getting blue. Interesting. Uh, I'm sure once we start doing the strikes and stuff, we'll get better gear through that, too. But not to turn this into a fucking Destiny podcast. Which we effectively have. But it's all right. There ha- wasn't a ton of Star Wars news this week. I, I'm i Wait till Star Wars Battlefront drops. You're going to be tired oh, of hearing about Star oh, Wars we're going to have... Well, A, we're going to be playing the beta. So we'll have some early impressions there. And then when the game really drops, like that week, there's going to be a long Star Wars Battlefront podcast. I'm sure for weeks afterward. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And then, I mean, that's only a month until the movie. Um, really, uh, it just seems like we're in a holding pattern You're until the trailer comes out. You're about to lose your mind. Oh, yeah. How soon after Episode 7 does Rogue One come out? A year. A year. Pretty much to a year to the day next December. So December 2016. It's going to be good. So, uh, you know, there's some... I mean, we've got plenty of stuff to look forward to. There's a new trailer sometime soon. Sometime soon, we're going to be getting a new trailer. Uh, season two of Rebels starts back October fourteenth. Um, there's going to be plenty of comics and stuff coming out. Um, like you said, Battlefront in November, <clears throat> um, The Force Awakens in December. That's going to be out on Blu-ray by like April of next year. And then, um, you know, who knows what's in store as far as more games. Uh, all kinds of shit. We've got plenty to look forward to. That's not it. It's just right now there's not another, you know, they did until we get super close to the movie. There's going to be the, uh Oh, how Uh-oh. does she know? I don't know. 
That's fucking. You're bugged. She's got a bug in your butthole or something. <laughs> she calls every time you do. <laughs> I should certainly hope not. You're about to get a text that's like, ah, bug in your butthole. And then we'll know something real's up. Something's yeah. really up. Yeah. Um, fuck. But yeah, I mean, I, once the trailer hits, we'll have that to dissect. There's going to be plenty of news coming. It's just, like I've said before, it seems like, you know, they do the big stuff. Force Friday happens, then it slows down for a second. Next big thing happens, it slows down. You know, we still got, you know, a little under three months until the next movie comes out. Or until the movie comes out. And then we'll be good to go. Yep. Well, thanks for coming and recording, buddy. Before we leave, we'll take a quick break, and then we're going to play our third trivia segment. Trivia. Uh, speaking of which, last week you won a trivia. Maybe. Just, oh, did I really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll win this week. Maybe you will. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the only game show that offers no prizes whatsoever. And our host, the man who... Doesn't know what a garrison is. Steve Cobra. Garrison. (laughs) Did you mean tangent of troops? What the fuck is garrison? (laughs) You know, it's a tangent of troops. I didn't really want to call my man out on his... No, I know. More for the spirit. I think our our, audience will appreciate it. I spit it out. Scrappy underdog role. And I realize now that, you know, I probably meant to say like a contingency of troops. But I voted on the spirit as the impartial host. I stand by it. I mean, you are our judge. Hawes has a good point. And Hawes was... It was a garrison. But not what I'm going to argue. But ultimately, when God judges us... He's going to put that win in your column. Okay. Oh, really? I appreciate mm-hmm. that. No, oh, yeah. I think, I think <laughs> Jesus so. isn't going to side with Jesus. the man who knows that it's specifically garrison. So. He a seems like a very presence. specific person, Jesus. So. A group of troops. What is a group? It's a garrison. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, anyway, on to the game. Back to the new game. The new game. New game. New game. All right. Our contestants are Hollis Burkhart, That's Will me. Witten. Yes, sir. Here we go. No picture card this time. How are we going to decide who goes first? Rock, oh, paper, so, uh, what were you going to say? We're going to do odds and evens. Same thing. One of y'all, you either throw a two or a one. And if you both throw a one, it's an even. If you throw one throws a two and one throws a one, it's odd. Han so Cho. call even or odd. Okay. Odd. And then both of y'all just go one, two, throw a, either a two or a one. Okay. Wait. You call it? Yep. Yeah. I'm calling odd. You either throw a two or a one. If it turns out to be even, you win. We'll cut all this. Yeah, if it turns out to be odd, I win. The combo of what we threw. Yes. Yes. So you call odds. You ready? All right. One, two, throw. Okay. You got to go one, two, throw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. And a one or a two. All right. One, two, go. That's that's an even. Yeah. Yeah. So you win. Okay. All right. So (coughs) you want to do two out of three? Nah, he could go first. All right. Okay. So next time y'all know y'all will know that for that. I'm not gonna use this card. That was my fake card. Fake card. All right. Okay, category. Uh just hit me with the wild card. <laughs> All right. What rebel pilot had a yellow checkerboard pattern on his helmet during the first Death Star battle? Was it Biggs? It was Biggs. It was Biggs. They have his whole name on here, but I'm not gonna Biggs, hold you Dark to that. Lighter. Yeah. Biggs dark lighter. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Dark lighter. Right. Okay. One. Good job. Hawes. Character. 
What was Dodonna's rank in the Rebel Alliance? General. That is correct. General John Dodonna. <laughs> Will? Uh, weapons and vehicles. Weapons and vehicles? Indeed. Whose TIE fighter spun out of control in the Death Star's trench after a collision with his own wingmate? Darth Vader's. Correct. Two to one. Two to one. Back to you. I want history. What did Leia claim she could never have? And I really hope it wasn't an orgasm. Oh. She could never have? What did Leia claim she could never have? That's what, that's what the card says. Uh, the, the power that Luke has. The Force. Yeah. The Force. That is correct. She doesn't <coughs> call it the Force, but she says, you have powers. I could never have that. Two to two. Uh, well, what, what are we left with? Droids, creatures, and aliens, and geography. Geography. Who did Luke claim to be transferring from cell block number 1138 on the first Death Star? <laughs> uh, uh, Chewbacca. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. Hawes for the tie. Creatures and aliens. Yep. All right. What's C-3PO's name often shortened to? 3PO. Correct. All right. Sudden death. Sudden death. All right. We need to do another round of something. Yeah. Or, or rock, paper, scissors, whatever We've you guys are comfortable with. And now we figured it out. Let's All right. We'll call it. Yeah. Evens. All right. You know how to do it. <laughs> he's I'm thinking. To yeah, he's thinking. Yep. Ready? Oh, odds. odds. Yep. All right. Haas. Wild yep. card. Wild card for the win. Whose first line in Return of the Jedi is, "You may dispense with the pleasantries, Commander." You may dispense with the pleasantries, Commander. It is Darth Vader. Correct for the win and the card. All right. Nice. And that, <laughs> you get two cards, although that's not like a win. <laughs> okay, yeah. I got one. Yes. All right. All right. Nice job. S- sadly, that came down to an odds and evens. But, yeah, it did. You, know, you performed well. All right. Time to get back into it. All right. Odds and evens again? Odds and evens. Oh, no, no, no. We'll just switch. He went switch. first. That's right. Okay. Uh, so I'll go first this time. Right? No, he, you, you won the odds and evens. The first time, Will won odds and evens. That's right. And okay. went first and chose wild card, correct? Yep, that's right. We'll go to me first. Okay. Wild card. Glad you're paying attention. All right, wild card. What three things comprise the dark side of the force, according to Yoda? Anger, hate, and suffering? Incorrect. Fear, anger, and hate. Incorrect. Oh. Answer is... Anger, fear, aggression. Uh, anger, fear, aggression. It's okay. All right. Will? <clears throat> Category? Uh, wild card. He just did, wild, just card. did the wild, wild card. card. <laughs> Give me another one. Give me, give me another wild card. Uh, I'll take history. Okay. What did the emperor claim would soon be crushed? A rebellion. Correct. Pitbull Easy. to rebellion. Right. Hawes. Character. Who was referred to as the Emperor's Prize? Luke. Correct. 
Will? Uh, What's the score? Uh, one to one? Tied. One to one. Yeah. Have we done weapons and vehicles? No. No, let's do that. All right. What vehicle had C-3PO spotted on Tatooine when he shouted, A transport. I'm saved. The Jawa crawler. The, the desert. Jawa desert crawler. I'm... I'm going to make you be more specific. <laughs> oh. Right? <laughs> the I have I can't have any bearing on this. I'm a contestant. Can I get the question one last time? Sure you can. What vehicle had C3PO spotted on Tatooine when he shouted a transport? I'm saved. The Jawa Sandcrawler. Like, there he goes. There he goes. I... You got it. Sand, did I not? Is you it, weren't saying you sand didn't say Sandcrawler. Okay, yeah, that was that. Okay, one. I just was like, I did I not say all that? You know, I, I wanted to hear Sandcrawler. That's fine. Yeah. yeah, no, that's fine. I didn't realize I didn't say it. So right, what's the score it. now? Okay, two so to one. Two to one. Uh, two to one. And we haven't done. Let's see. We haven't done geography, and we haven't done droids, creatures, and aliens, as per usual. No, uh, give me geography. Okay. What rebel leader ordered Green Group to stick close to holding sector MV7? Admiral Akbar. Correct. I bet Green Group is A-Wings. Probably. All right. And for the win, if you can get this, right? Because you, you both missed the first one. Yeah. Yep. Who asked... R2-D2, why do you have to be so brave? C-3PO. Will ties it up. One card apiece. It's getting close up in here a little more. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, like he's bringing it harder, man. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like just it. Kidding. All right, rubber card. Here we go. This tough competition this week, guys. I Will wish you could first. be here in the living room or dining room with me to see... The intensity on these guys' faces yes. right now. <laughs> Come on, Will. Sure go. Ronda Rousey has got nothing mm. on these gentlemen right now. <laughs> Fedor, Emelianenko, nothing. Mm-mm. Goose, when he's playing Destiny, nothing. <laughs> or Borderlands, nothing. Here we go. Wild card. Who's first? Will. Will's first. Oh, Back okay. to you. Wild card. Okay. Who was the first character to say I love you during Return of the Jedi? During Return of the Jedi. Princess Leia. Incorrect. On Solo. Correct. For the steal. I'll take character, please. Good, sir. Good start. Hawes won nothing with the steal. All right. Who said everything is proceeding as I have foreseen it? The Emperor. That was a good one. Easy. All right. Will, back to you. two, uh, Two to zero. Yeah. Gotta get this one. Pick your category. Uh, weapons and vehicles. Okay. What did Han Solo unsuccessfully try to reach while trapped in the Ewok net? Luke's lightsaber. Correct. Two to one. Mm-hmm. Back to you, Hawes. History. All right. Who did Luke promise he'd pay a return visit to? Yoda. Yep. All right. Three to one. You need to get this and then hope for a miss. Okay. Geography or droids, creatures, and aliens? Geography. Okay, who was the first person Luke greeted upon his return to the Ewok village? 
Han Solo. Incorrect. God. Princess Leia. Correct. God. Pause for this football spike. Who was sleeping when Luke first laid eyes on him? Who was sleeping when Luke? That's creepy. Who was sleeping when Luke first laid eyes on him? Um, It was not Han. It was not Obi-Wan. It was not C-3PO or R2-D2. It was a him. It was not Lando. This is tough. This is there's Weird. usually one tough one per it's card not, I've noticed, like expert level. It's not Yoda, it's not Chewie, it's the Emperor. No. Who? It's Jabba the Hutt. It is Jabba, Jabba the, the Hutt. Hutt. Good it one, is buddy. Jabba the Hutt. Not that, that does any good. But Boom. you did get the steal there, so that actually makes it what, five to two? Four to yeah, two? Four to two. But Haas wins. Congratulations. Back in the saddle, like Aerosmith said. Yeah. Back. Back. <laughs> oh, you need to play that. Again. <laughs> All right, we'll be back next week with another episode of Trivia No One Listens To, Bitch. <laughs> well, I think that'll about do it for this week, buddy. Thanks for coming and recording. Yep. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. It yeah, always man. is. I, I feel like I know a lot more about heavy-duty mayonnaise today. Yeah, I hope you do. Well, I want to thank um, Stone Cobra for yep. the theme song. You can uh, look them up at www.stonecobra.com. And I gave all my our information out at the beginning, but uh, I'll give out our email one more time if you have any questions or comments or feedback. You can get us at blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. So uh, for Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast, I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us.